Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, I'm excited for today. There's a lot of news. There's a lot to get to. We've got the full crew here. FT Live, Braun, Przinsky, Kratz, Todd Father, and an announcement, if I may. And quickly, I'll tell you, Levi Weaver is going to join us. We'll talk Rangers and some other things with him from The Athletic. Jared Carabas is going to join us on all things MLB. We'll go so super unfiltered with him. Looking forward to it. And Ken Rosenthal in hour number two. But we have an announcement. This show for the First time today, making a little history, going live on AMP. Now, if you don't have it, you can download it, $3.99, check it out, and listen to our channel. And most importantly, Todd Father, you've listened to local radio for years, right? We grew up in the uh, local radio, I think, prime during our time growing up in the New York, New Jersey area. Now we're going to bring a little bit of that love to FT. You know what we're doing at the end of the show? Talk to me. Callers. Oh, watch that now. <laughs> Uncle, Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy can call in and ask Todd. Yo, Todd, hey, why'd you call? Why'd you say that story about me? <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. This will be my first time doing it. Hopefully uh, we don't get any crazies on there because see you later. They'll be going real quick. If we do, the word is the same word that the angels love to use, and it's dump. <laughs> we need a screener. <laughs> Listen, we do. We have a as somebody that once hosted the Jim Rome show for three hours. Did you? Yeah. Back at way back. Like you hosted years ago. it? Yeah. Oh, I got to get some footage of that. And had callers call in. You need to call screener caller guy. They were nice to you? I mean, mostly. Yeah. But you still need a screener caller guy. We, person. Or girl. We, we yeah, have. Yeah, person. Because there's people that will try and sneak their way on there that are going to say something just to. <laughs> just to see how far they can get what people would never do yeah. that on that note actually before we get to the news you know i go through a lot of our youtube videos and we spoke about the dodgers and the braves in the beginning of yesterday's show braves fans were out in droves with pitchforks at our segment yesterday they were so freaking pissed uh -oh. about how we were talking about first off there are a few people that that couldn't understand aj's style and they were like if you don't think that that series mattered, like why are you even talking about anything until October? Um, and, and even though there was some sarcasm, wait, 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 for real, Dodgers Braves are both in comfortable position in cruise control. It is not the same as Rangers Astros, which we're about to get to, which has real hardcore playoff implications for teams that might not make the playoffs. So yes, AJ is allowed to say that, and also they were just like, oh, we've hit Bueller before, all, all this crap. I'm like, whoa, relax. First <laughs> off, you clearly haven't watched enough FT because we think the Braves are the best team in baseball by far. So sorry for saying the Dodgers are kind of good. And also, I was looking back, I forgot. You know, J.D. Martinez comes back later this week. And, and the Braves won three or four of in offense. that series, let's not forget. Correct. So I don't know what they're – we said they're good. They're they, really they good. They said that we were homering on the Dodgers. You know what? Braves fans, listen, I finished my career as a Brave. Shut up. 
Okay. I got ripped. I got ripped by the Braves on Friday because I said about the Thursday game, how I was like, ah, you know, they really got the Strider. The Braves are, you know, they need Strider to be dominant, and he wasn't that dominant. And this dude just came all at me. And they won the next night, and he's like, now what do you have to say? And I was like, well, case closed, season's over. <laughs> I thought our, I mean, I thought my example last year, the Dodgers Padres. Yes. It was pretty good. The Dodgers yes. were 15 and four or something against them last year. And the Padres whooped their ass in the playoffs and sent them home. How dare That's you? That's why it doesn't mean, it doesn't, it only means something to the fans. It, to the players, it doesn't mean anything to the, because once you start in the, you guys know in the postseason, it starts over. This, I mean, great. The, the Braves are the best. Te- Listen, the, I don't think anybody will argue with you that the Braves are the best team in baseball. Yes. I, I, I mean, I think that's pretty clear. But, I mean, they played a four-game series in Dodger Stadium, and but they didn't face Kershaw. And then, you know, I mean, it's like we're just saying what the facts were. It's not like we care one way or the other who wins. How dare you? How dare you, Scott? Call, get me in you trouble. Braves haters. That was Scott's <laughs> fault. Best, I was just happy he wasn't on. Best team in baseball. You need to give them more credit. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's charge the damn mound, shall we? We got a lot to get to. So let's start with this <laughs> Rangers-Astros series. Actually, no, wait, sorry. I'm already skipping myself. This is why Braves fans hate you. Yep. You know who everyone loves? (laughs) Andrew McCutcheon. Did you come across him at all, Todd Father? Yes, yes. We played all-star game together. We played probably 100 games against each other, man. We Very good dude, man. Love me some Kutch. Let's go, baby. All right, so tough news for him. Um, He's got a partial tear to his left Achilles tendon. So obviously he's done for this year, but he's already indicated that He's not going to end on that note. He had a really solid year, too, and he tweeted. He, he's he's pretty good on Twitter. I'm fine. And then, quote, t- tweeted it later on going, well, no, I'm not. Dang, this sucks. <laughs> so he's done for the rest of the year. Obviously, it's not playoff implications or anything. The Pirates have been out of it since I said they were out of it in May. But mm. uh, <laughs> that was for you, Kratz. <laughs> um Kutch finishes with a 112 OPS plus, you know, a bubble league average hitter, 378 on base percentage. This is still a very effective ball player who sets the tempo for a lineup and gets on base. So he'll be back. He better have a lifetime contract in Pittsburgh. Yes. They that's just, where he wants to be. He wants to be there. I talked to him in Milwaukee a couple weeks ago. He's ha- so happy to be back there. His wife is from there. He loves the organization. He wants to finish there. So, I mean, make this like a Tim Wakefield situation, but the Red Sox were like, listen, you have a one-year $5 million deal for as long as you want to play. I mean, it might be higher for Kutch. I don't know. But just give him the – you can come back and play as long as you want to play because we're not winning this year. We're not winning probably next year and maybe the next couple of years after that. But, you know, g- give this guy his due and let him finish as a pirate and move on after that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want him around. You want him around. Even even the years – that you know, I don't know how long a rehab would be for a partial tear if it's the same as for a full tear, but – you want him around. You want this guy around the clubhouse. He's going to just bring so much out of an organization that needs positives, and he's one of those guys. 
one of the best, one of the best to do it, one of the best to do it in Pittsburgh. They're probably going to put a statue up of this guy over there. I mean, he's he's brought a lot to that city. I mean, even though, yeah, no, well, think about it. They they haven't they didn't make the playoffs for what twenty? I'm going to say twenty years. Then they beat when I was on the Reds. They beat us in the playoff, and um, they took you know Pittsburgh by storm a little bit. I, even though they didn't win much after that, but he he did a lot for that city, and um, he deserves the best. You guys yeah. ever seen a guy blow his Achilles out? Have you ever been on the field when it's happened? Yep. No. Dude, it, it it's like, bam! You hear it, and the dude just drops. Like, he, luckily, I mean, his wasn't like. I remember uh, Jose Contreras did it covering first, and it, Jose Contreras was like the strongest, biggest dude I ever seen. And he went down like a just. <laughs> Jason Grilly in Colorado did it, and you could hear it go snap. Oh. He was going to cover first, and he went, <laughs> and he, they're they're like in the most pain, but they said it was like pain, but it it didn't hurt. They couldn't explain it. It was like. When it happens, it's like someone takes a knife and just whew, chops the back of your leg, and then it like goes away, and you're just like, "What happened?" Yeah, they, they, it's like shock gets in for them. I don't know. They, you've seen a bunch of them. They, they look back like somebody just tripped them or something. You know, they look back and they're like, "What just happened?" You know, did somebody just grab me from underneath my foot and nobody's there? And you're like, "Oh shoot, it's pretty yep. much my Achilles." And that's I saw the the one I think about is, is Kevin or KD. Um, Kevin Durant, when he, I think he did something to his Achilles or his calf, and he looked yeah, back and he thought right. somebody was there and nobody was there. I mean, not, it's not funny, but at the same time, you're like, it's just, it's weird. Like, never wish that upon anybody. Yeah, everybody has the same same reaction. They look back like, did I just hit myself with the bat? Yeah. Kevin, I wasn't there for Kevin Franzen. He said he was running around second base, popped. I was there for Ryan Howards in the playoffs to end the playoffs in game five against the Cardinals. And he like he went to get back up. Like he's like, oh shoot, like that's embarrassing. Thought he slipped. The reality was his foot was not connected to the back of his calf. Crazy. Mm, yeah. Brutal. Well, on the topic of embarrassing, the Rangers played the Astros <laughs> last night. And in Didn't the they first show two up, games, the the Angels. I don't know. They're, they're missing some letters in the name right now. They dude, Austin Hedges <laughs> just closed out the game kicks. two nights in a row. Dude, poor Austin Hedges. Has this arm's going to be sore, dude. I know. I wanted to interview him today, actually, but he would have had to do this, right, to talk to us, and I didn't want to bother him because his arm's sore. So 27-7 to in the first two games of this series. The Astros are in first place by themselves in the AL West for the first time this season. They hit 11 home runs in these first two games. Jose Altuve had that run where you go back to the previous game. Well, he had five home runs in a six at-bat stretch. He had a seven-for-seven stretch with two singles and a home run. The most crazy baseball statty part to me, Kratz, was you go back to the prior game. He had a home run in the ninth. Then he hits a home run yesterday in the first, second, and third inning. Crazy. I I don't – like some of the swings they were taking on guys, it was like – Man, move somebody's feet, and then, and then they were hitting guys, and they were scoring. I mean, it was they were comfortable in the box, run differential through the roof. Makes you wonder, like, dude, what are they seeing that everybody else is not through the whole season? So for them, you know, sky's the limit. It looks like the same old Astros again. Here they come. Just took them a little longer to get there. Well, here's so. what I'll tell, you, I'll tell you: what they're seeing, Kratzy or Todd. You know what they're seeing? They're seeing a Rangers team that's beat. 
They're Tired. beat. They're shook right now. I mean, you call it whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, I told y'all I did the game. I'd done their game two weeks in a row, and I did their game on Saturday. There's just nothing there. They're out of steam. It's like energy wise. I mean, even talking to Bochy, he's like one of the most positive dudes in the world. He's like, I don't know. We've had meetings. We've done this. <laughs> we tried that. We've done no hit, no hit, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, after their top four, three guys and throwing Garcia four in their lineup, it's like <laughs> the bottom of their order has been awful. And then they're pitching. Duran, Tavares, and uh, uh, I forget the four, third guys in the box. Seven, eight, nine has been awful. And their bullpen obviously has been awful. And they, you know, their starters, starters aren't giving them length either. They're I mean, giving them any length. So didn't it's like, have it in his return. I mean, they need Matt to talk about a pitching matchup, but they need Scherzer tonight. And coming off the forearm thingy, he needs to go. He needs to give them seven, eight. I don't know. Nine. This is what you, this is what you made the trade for. This is why you gave up Acuna's brother. This team is in a four and 14 stretch. Their bullpen ERA during that time period is about seven and a half. I mean, they are falling apart. So much so that they're not in a playoff spot. That's hard to hear. They were in first what, place. Was it for a month a lot ago? Of the season. What was it about? I think you guys were we were all on together. Maybe it was around the All-Star game. We did a thing where which division leader is most likely to make the playoffs and not. And I think we all said at the time, I don't know, but we all were like, oh, the Rangers are gonna make the playoffs. Not me. Now you're like, wait, we how dumb were we all? No, nah, I've been on the uh, Mariners train. Yeah, but we still thought because they had like a seven-game lead yes. at the time, we're like, oh, they're going to at least get in. Right. We thought wild card somehow. But, hey, Toronto shoved with Bassett against the A's as they should. They've got the easy schedule this week. They're taking advantage. The Rangers don't. They're running into a smoking hot team as it is. Even if the Rangers were playing good ball, the Astros they- are coming off a bad sweep against the Yankees. Yeah. But still, they they can score, Kratzy. I mean, the time period I'm looking at is. Go back to July 26th. Houston is averaging over six runs per game since that time period. Do you know why I picked that date? That was when Altuve came back from the injured list. He's a he's a game changer. The, I mean, the dude hits hits balls to right, center, and left. Four four home runs and four at bats. And the thing, like you said, I was going to refute what you said, but then you changed it. You're like, oh, the Astros are hot. They just got swept by the Yankees, and then they come in here and have just the first two games annihilate them. This is why I chose. This is why I chose my game as the lock, without ever choosing <laughs> what the outcome is going to be. Because I need you need to see Max Scherzer go 110 pitches tonight, and the Astros Verlander kind of he wants he wants this game to finish. If they lose tonight, I feel like the Rangers they're going to have a tough time just crawling out of this because of just the mental strength it takes to try to get over a sweep to the team leading your division. Did you, um, did you happen to say Yankees? Are you, you, are you thinking they have a shot to get back in? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? I, hey, seven and a half. You never know. Probably. Uh, yeah, and a half. Can we dump? Can we dump? Can we hit the dump button? Hey, <laughs> I, 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 hey the only good thing about the Yankees right now is their record. Hey, sixty-nine <laughs> and sixty-nine, <laughs> and they haven't been sixty-nine and sixty-nine since guess what year? Nineteen sixty-nine. No, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Giggity. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's better for six right there no, no one loved that number more than Brandon Belt bringing it up last week if you missed that uh, interview, type it into YouTube 
Oh, but, God almighty. Uh, the, the last layer of this that we'll swing back after a break and talk about is the Verlander versus Scherzer matchup and relationship and the fact that we haven't had this before. I mean, this is prime time, big-ass game. This matters. Unlike the Braves-Dodgers series, this fucking matters. <laughs> you know what I want to hear? I want to also want to hear Todd's thoughts on what Ellie did last night in that game. I want to hear what Todd has to say. About in the Ellie. walk-off? Yeah, did you see what he did? Yeah, we got to talk about. Yeah, it. that's in, that's what he yeah. said. We got to we got to talk. We'll look, we'll look at look at AJ stealing my job, coming up with teasers. Back on FT Live with all the talk about the Yankees' current record, we figure perfect timing to do a little. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, there it is. If you're watching right now, very nice graphics. So. Chandler Rome with the tweet, before facing Scherzer, Justin Verlander said he agreed 100% with Scherzer's comments from last month that the two were on, quote, a better page than ever. And I'll read it. It's a little lengthy, but bear with me. I don't know if it's just two older, wiser men or what, but I look back at our time in Detroit and not that it ever became really bad. I think some of it got blown out of proportion, but it was just two highly competitive guys trying to find their foothold in the game and were very competitive and had very strong opinions about the way that they went about their business. I think looking at each other now through a different lens, it's two guys who do go about things differently, but there's more than one way to be successful. I can't speak for Max, but for me this time around, we had a good conversation about the way he sees things, the way I see things and how that can be beneficial. Whether you take one thing or 10 things or something, anything from each other to make you more successful, that's what it's about. I think we've always been a couple of guys who like to share our opinions with some of the younger guys and try to help them. And it's a little weird sometimes when you're both very successful. Sometimes those opinions aren't necessarily wanted. Now I think with the different lens that I had for sure, and I'm sure Max would say the same, we just had a mutual appreciation for one another and it wasn't so competitive. That allowed us to have better conversations and learn more about each other just as human beings. We got along very well. AJ? I mean, they work out together in the offseason. I know that. Yeah, They also work out down in... West Palm Beach, Jupiter area. But listen. Pre-money, post-money. That's how I read it, too. Listen, I, I mean, it hasn't really been documented, but they didn't really get along very well. I, I think, think it has been short. documented. That's how that's yeah. why and then they Yeah, and then that was one of the big questions. Remember when Verlander signed with the Mets? Like, oh, boy. And from what I had heard, they started when working out together, they became better friends. I don't know if friends is the right word, but they became better relationship-wise with each other. And then you saw Max's – I mean, that was a long-ass quote to say, but, I mean, he could have said, yeah, we're friends, and could have done like Anthony Rendon and be like, no, I'll blow Inglace, friends, amigos, and walked out. <laughs> well, JV's preparing for his <laughs> next career. He'll be a broadcaster maybe. Probably, yeah. But it's it just – it was it was good for to hear them come out and say that because I think there had always been questions about that. And then people questioned the Mets clubhouse. And Scherzer was shut that shit down real quick. He's like, listen, boys. No, we were good. We just didn't play very well. So good for Max, good for Justin. And listen, time to move on, but I can't wait to see him pitch against each other tonight. Yeah, I, and I think when he talks about it, it was two young guys that were on, that dominated on the scene and were very good. And I think at the same time, you, you want what's best for the one guy. You want what's best for him and you want what's best for yourself. But at the same time, you're looking at it like, you know, I need to prove something. And I feel like that's what, that's what I'm taking out of it. They both wanted to prove that they were the best. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, too, as well. And that brings out the best in both guys. And, again, yeah, they're older, they're wiser now, so now they can have an understanding of 
how they started, what they thought about, and now who they really are in life. And they're trying to help out the younger guys. Like you said, it was drawn out in a big paragraph. Um, so that makes you think a little bit. But, yeah, I think in the beginning of their careers, they both knew how good they were. They wanted the best out of each other. But especially they wanted the best out of themselves moving forward. I wouldn't want them to be honest and tell what their feelings were back in the day, not mm. how they feel now. I want to like – were they like, oh, man, you know, I was super jealous when he won the Cy Young and MVP. Oh, man, I was super jealous when he went to Washington and did that. You know, I want to hear what what drove him. You know, it was like, ah, oh, I hated his voice. Or every time I see him <laughs> in a clubhouse, I didn't like him. You know, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear because that I think you can you can learn from, too. If you talk about, like, teaching young guys, you can learn from because that's rare in baseball that some that guys have this, like, pitted against each other mentality by the time you get to the big leagues, you know, through college, it's like Johnny college where it's like, Oh, that dude's trying to take my spot. I'm the, I'm the Friday starter. He's the Sunday starter, you know, that kind of thing. And then it's like low a high a double a, it kind of gets whittled out. And it's rare that you have that at the big leagues. It's also rare that you have two hall of famers on the same team coming through their arbitration years. Also don't forget when Scherzer came over to the tigers, JV was the alpha. Yep. I mean, Justin was the alpha on the pitching staff. I mean, they had Cabrera and some other dudes in the field. But Verlander had been there for a while, and he had taken him to the World Series, and he had already done a lot of things. So Scherzer's coming over as a younger-ish guy. And so he's probably like, listen, I'm just as good as you, and I'm going to prove it. So, I, I mean, we're not, we are not—we weren't there. We don't know. But I'm thinking, like, you know, and I think Max kind of admitted this in his quote, like, we were competitive, and I was trying to keep up with him. And JV's like, stay down there, little boy. You know, I'm still the man here in Detroit, right? <laughs> like, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. And that's not a knock on Justin at all. Nope. That's just the way big leagues and in, in, in professional sports happen. Like, if you go to a team and you're the new guy and you have an alpha, whoever that alpha is, they're always going to be like, until I seed my spot, this is my team, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's fine. That's the way it is. And that's the way it should be because you need that alpha. Miguel Cabrera, I guarantee you, they trade – they. They, certain guy comes over, whoever it is, and he's like, I'm still fucking Miguel Cabrera. Like, yeah, I mean, well, it was a problem back then because in 2014, that team was stupid talented. That team had... 13 and 14. Miggy, V-Mart, Prime, both. Castellanos, J.D. Martinez, Verlander, Scherzer. Porcello. Price. Porcello. Corey ridiculous roster. They had and guess what? Dudes. Because I, I would be in the playoffs. That's when I would hit the road and be with stationed with one team. I still always talk about that team because I had a friendship with a couple players there that I spoke to, including one that had joined the team at some point during that season. He goes, by far the worst clubhouse I've ever been a part of. He goes, <laughs> it's not even close. He was like, I wouldn't even call this West Side Story or a split clubhouse. He's like, there's 10 clicks. Nobody talks to the media the right way, especially when we're struggling. He's like, this place fucking sucks. And he was like, and I feel like a loser here. And, and it was not a loser, dude. So, But think about, but think about too, what the transition at that time was. 12, 13, 14, Verlander started, his stuff started to go down. And Scherzer was, he was starting the All-Star game. Scherzer was, you know, he was lining up for that 200 and whatever million dollar contract. He was, you know, he turned down the huge contract. And at all that time, Verlander was kind of going down. So he went alpha male to the new alpha male. Then they got then they got Price, who's just 
who was the elite of the elite at that point coming in and being like, oh, dudes, what's going on? And I think, you know, they probably ran into that, like, the crossing of paths at the time. Verlander since has gone back up and Scherzer's just stayed at that level. But that was a tumultuous time, especially if you're saying Verlander was the alpha because he was going down at that time. I want to hear some stories from that time. I mean, he was. He was the alpha. Yeah. I mean, think about David Ortiz's grand slam that he hit against Benoit in the playoff 13 or at the cop with the one hand yeah, up. Yeah, of course. Right? I mean, that changed. I mean, the Tigers could have gone on a run for years with that team, and that home run kind of knocked them back, gave the Red Sox another World Series, but they never really recovered. Mm-mm, they did not. The only thing I will say to spin it forward, because then we got to jump to one more topic here, is – them being friends didn't work either. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, they had a, th- this was a disaster season uh, for the Mets in a different way. But those two have been much better since moving on, which at least according to Berlander has some to do with the way that the Mets were preparing game day pitching. No? It just didn't play very well. I hate Edwin that. Diaz. That's why they lost. Edwin With Diaz. WBC. WBC. Yep. WBC ruined the Mets. Damn WBC. It's always Damn. the WBC's fault. All right. So, an Ellie De La Cruz special here to finish up. That's what he said. Um, awesome walk-off win for the Reds. They hang around. Comeback kids. 44th comeback. A 7-6 walk-off win over the Mariners in the 10th. Christian Encarnacion Strand bringing home Ellie, who's just a speed demon on the base paths. Ellie postgame, when asked if he thought the Reds had the game won when he got onto first. Quote, I already knew. Those guys are going to try to get me out, but they don't have a chance. I'm going home anyway. Asked if he had any second thoughts since he got thrown out earlier in the game. Ellie goes, quote, it doesn't matter if they get me out of 20 million times. I'm still going to be aggressive anytime I go out there. I just know that I'm going to be better than them. Todd, I praise you for training Ellie on his media um, oh, availability because he is an instant freaking soundboard. I actually watched a little thing on his upbringing and, and he had a, you know, he had a pretty tough in the DR. So he's probably like, fuck this. I've, I've dealt with more. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. Plus nobody's kicking his ass. He's freaking huge. Yeah. They, the media loves, <clears throat> they love the stuff that he brings out. Um, I think he was just excited. I, I think after winning a close game like that, seven to six, um, you know, you get excited. You say some things. I think, you know, he might, you know, I don't mind what he says, but sometimes you might need to tone it back just a little bit, you know. No, no, screw no, that, dude. Keep it going. No. Hell no. Okay, no, man. let it eat. But, no. I, but I promise he was lying. If he got thrown out 20 million times, that would be a record and he wouldn't be running. Well, he'd be so tired he couldn't run if he ran. If he that would be a lot of run. Bases. Yeah. Listen, most of, most of it is, is good. You know what I mean? You, they're saying you might – the guys are going to try and get me, but they have no chance. I mean, everybody has a chance. And I and I think he'll understand that. <laughs> he didn't have a chance I, last night. They were, he was scoring on that ball no matter no what. Doubt. That was a good no, throw by no doubt. To Oscar Hernandez, that was actually a good throw. I mean, granted, it was a – but, I mean, he had no chance. And then I love this. I just know I'm better than them. I mean, like, that is awesome. <laughs> I just know I'm better than anyone. I know, I know I wouldn't be able to say that. Uh, Kratzy, you probably would, definitely wouldn't say that. I would definitely say it. It would okay. be the most bold-faced lie of all time. <laughs> but you say it with your chest and be yeah. like, yeah! Yeah. I no, might he, say it at a Little he, League game. Kratz would get challenged in the clubhouse. They'd be like, you won't say that. And you'd be like, oh, no. I absolutely will say that. Yeah, yeah. That would be easy. He's a young kid. He enjoys the game. I love every second of him. He got excited, and you know what? You should be. You're on, you're on the, the brink of making the playoffs here. You know what? Go ahead. Say what you got to say. But, you know, 
relax. You know, when it gets in the play, get, get to the playoffs first. That's, that's what I'll say. That's what I'll say at the end of the day. You do you, Ellie. You are. No, here we go. Joe you're saying Burrow that because status. you're a media guy. You love that shit. Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, it's fun rather than him being like, you know, we're just trying to string together at bats. We're all looking one game at a time. We're putting all of our hustle and effort. I'm sleeping. Nah, Ellie's giving us something else, and I freaking love it. All right, we'll swing back. We're going to talk to Levi Weaver, who writes for The Athletic, one of my favorite publications, The Wind-Up Each Morning, MLB Newsletter. So we'll hit a bunch of topics with him. He also used to cover the Rangers not too long ago. So we'll ask him if we should get the obit ready for that ball club. Next up on FT, Levi Weaver joining us, and he writes the uh, Daily Wind-Up in the athletic and I'm a big fan. So Levi reading it every morning. Thanks for your work. I know you're hustling every day to put that together. How you doing? And we got a lot to get to. I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm just looking forward to talking to Todd Frazier, who I covered in 2020 with the Rangers and it was all on zoom, just like this. So now you get to ask <laughs> yeah. me some questions. Todd. Hey, something, something's get, never change. We get to do this in reverse. How yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Let me, we're good. Let, let me ask you a question. Those cards behind you, are those yeah. real deal or are they just, just for uh, yeah, show? Yeah. No, those are real. Wow. I got my, uh, where are we at? There we go. Here's the, the crown jewel right here. Oh, I don't my. know if you can see that very well. Oh, way. You, yeah, you got to get Gibson. that thing graded, big dog. I know. I know. I actually got it really cheap on eBay. Um, I do not have the kind of, of like income to actually be paying for a Bob Gibson rookie card, but somebody on eBay let it go for really cheap. So <laughs> yet, nice. yet the newsletter's blowing yeah. up. So there, there was a lot that you covered for early September this week. I want to start with Shohei Otani. No, 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 dude. He covers the Rangers. Let's start with the fucking Rangers and what's wrong with them. <laughs> I'm leaving. Forget oh. the Shohei. We'll get to <laughs> Shohei. The biggest series of the damn season right now is the Rangers and the Astros. But it's and not, the Rangers it got their ass series. kicked. It hasn't been a series. I know, but I want to hear his thoughts on it. He covers them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I did. Uh, I, I have. Uh, it's funny. I, I started covering the Rangers in 2016, and they went to the playoffs that year. And I was like, this is great. Baseball writing is going to be fun forever. And then I covered the Rangers for the next, what, six, seven years where they were just uh, not, not great at all. It was a whole lot of not fun. This year I moved to uh, newsletter coverage, and they start winning again. And I'm like, dang it. I just I left just at the wrong time, and now this month I'm feeling pretty good about my decision because it is, it is not fun times in Arlington. The bullpen is uh, is just I mean they're the talent in the bullpen I think is is better than what they've been performing, but the performance has been awful. Um, and I think the I think the biggest thing for me is that like the bullpen hasn't been good all year. It was never you know it would have its moments. There would be times when it would be streaky and be pretty good. But it was covered up early in the year because the Rangers were scoring seven, eight, nine, ten runs a night. I mean, the offense was just going nuts every night. Now the offense is cold. Um, and when the team's scoring two, three, four runs a night, that bullpen's not good enough to keep those leads. And it's it's bad times. Like, I don't – if the Rangers are going to go to the playoffs, which they're currently a half game out of uh, playoff position right now, it's going to have to be because their, their offense wakes back up. I don't think they have the bullpen to do it. The rotation's pretty good. Evaldi wasn't great last night in his first start back, but he's a better pitch than what we saw last night. Max Scherzer is Max Scherzer, even though he's not, you know, the max of eight, nine years ago. Um, Jordan Montgomery has been very good. John Gray has been very underrated, I think, but he just doesn't get any run support. But I think the success of this team is going to be if their offense can come back and start scoring those six, seven, eight, nine runs a night. 
Well, let, let me let me ask you this real quick and simple. Are they are they going to make the playoffs in your mind? That I don't think the Mariners right are there. as good as they <laughs> are as good as they've played. Uh, the Blue Jays are inconsistent. It's going to be close. It's it comes down to I think only one of the Mariners, Blue Jays, and Rangers is going to make the playoffs. So if one of those teams gets hot, they're in. Um, but I think only one of those three get in. And I think either one has the ability to do it. Any one of two the three of have three. the have the horses. Is, do you think it'll be two of the three? three? Yeah, it has to be. It does that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd, because unless Todd's Yankees go on a run that he's calling for, or Jared Kiermaier's <laughs> Red Sox. No, no, listen, listen. They got to play Seattle seven times before the season's over with. So that that that's right. going to be it right there. You're right. It is one and of I, those two teams because I was. Yeah. I agree I with you that I don't. The, I don't think Seattle's going to make. I think they they bursted their bubble already. I agree with you. So you think it'll be the Rangers and the Blue Jays then in those last two wild card spots? I think it's going to be the Rangers and Yankees. Come on, we already turned just a rookie hey, run. Listen, there's been crazy. The Rays were up like now five hundred. Listen, uh, no, forty home runs in the last two weeks of the season. The Rays have been up by like 20 games, and now the Orioles are in first place. You never know what can happen. That was with 160 games to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know, dude. I want. I don't want to leave. I don't want to lose Levi. Uh, we did. We lost him. It was my Steve, fault. Look I, what that's you did, on me. Todd. On me. You that's made him feel me. uncomfortable with this yeah. Yankees voodoo shit. Hey, he was excited to talk to me again. He got nervous. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> that's um, on me. You know what? While we're waiting for him to come back, and we'll mix him into this conversation because some in the YouTube chat asked for the player perspective on the important story of Shohei Otani being so larger than life that he actually has a body double um, who replaced him yesterday for Angel's photo day. He was not available. So they brought in a body body double, and they're going to, I guess, Photoshop Otani in. And then the body double is even more important than anyone else in Anaheim. And so they got security detail, which if you're watching the show right now, not just listening, could see he left through the left field fence so that the media couldn't ask him questions. So he couldn't pull the famous no habla in glace line. Oh, my God. Dude, it, had to be like, it had to be like a grounds crew member or somebody. But you got to be tall too. Otani's like six So they probably four. found whoever they could find just to fill in. And then they got rid of him, though. Like they four. said, "Hey, you do this, and then and then we get rid of you, Jersey style." Hannah Kaiser oh. wrote a great tweet. She goes, "Did the Angels already have an Otani body double on hand, or did they conduct a very quick, furtive search?" You know how they have? I think they have body doubles of presidents and stuff. Now they got mm -hmm. body doubles of Otani's. I love it. Why no, not? The guy, the guy didn't get rushed out of there, Jersey style. He had to go <laughs> cut the grass before the game. <laughs> oh my bad, that's on me. My bad. Have you ever heard of something like this though? No, usually they, never. No, I've never heard of such. But I can't believe that the Angels would schedule their team picture when Otani's not there. But why isn't he there? That's what I want. Nobody knows because he don't. He know Alblos and Glaze. No. I mean, don't they schedule it kind of in advance? <clears throat> yes. No, sure, they you know when picture day is like three, four days in advance at least, so you can yeah. grow your beard out, trim it up. Absolutely. Does our picture not day was like one of the, the worst picture. days. More people bitched and moaned about picture day, including me. It takes five seconds. It's still you got to get your full uniform on. 
Gotta walk out there and it's hard getting everybody there. The starting pitcher's oh. complaining he's gotta be there early that day. Oh, Don't do that. Save Don't. it. You were that save guy, it, weren't you? Yeah, you were that there guy. was always there was always one. There was more than one. Yeah, but thank there was, you. <laughs> but there was there was definitely like, guys, come on, seriously. Like, let's just get it done with. Like yeah. we can you can get the picture taken, but AJ's over there. No, I haven't had my uniform on this early since I was in A ball. It's so hot out here. That's true. true. That's a good point, though. That was true. <laughs> and then when I was with the twins, every time you got your photo taken, Burt Blylevin would give you the moon. Oh, really? Every time. That's he would nice moon you? What? <laughs> Back to Otani for a second. <laughs> you can't show up for the photo? Is he embarrassed to be on the no, team? No, oh, don't even no. start. Oh, something to do. Cut it out, Scott. What's the problem? Wait, so so Todd Father, you show up early, so does everybody else. And you got one Draboni who doesn't show up and he's just been carrying the team for, you know, years. Wouldn't you be like, hey, dude, would you go up to Otani and be no. like, dude, you got to show up to the team photo? Not at all. Not at all. You say, all right, hey, you missed it. They'll put a double in for you. Let's go play a game. It is okay. what it is. Depending on what it was missed for. He's probably now if he just didn't sh- now if he had like a doctor's appointment or something like, for the then, oblique then, that he's getting then, checked yeah, out but if he just didn't show up yeah then someone should probably say something what if he showed up what if he was like you know why i missed it because i'm sick of hearing aj bitch about camera day so i don't want to i don't want to go out there but guess what didn't even hear it twice as bad because i'd be like get your ass out there if the <laughs> rest of us oh yeah most of the, the rest time of us got to walk our ass out there todd tell him the rest of us got to walk our happy ass out there <laughs> We're 20 games under. We're supposed to compete. I got to yeah. be here at 1 o'clock. You better get your ass here, too. Yeah. Most of the time, you don't even know where he's at, either. It's like, you don't even care at this point. You're out of the playoffs. It's like, ah, whatever. We got, what, 20 games left. We'll, we'll put him in there somehow. That's funny, though. Body double? Never heard of it before. Never seen Never it. Seen it. I'd, I'd want to have taken my camera, out, my phone out there to take a picture of the Otani, the Otani double. Post I bet you people wanted to talk to him just because Otani, anything Otani is gold mm-hmm. and people want to hear about it. And this becomes a story and you just can't stop. He's covering famous now. This guy's like, this guy's like Bigfoot. Who the body it? double. There's going to be a, a documentary. Big, be a Loch, Loch Ness Monster. Is he real or not? What does he do for a living? Let's Think bring, about all the media in Japan trying to figure out who this guy is. Let's bring Levi Weaver back as he's now recovered after Todd Father's line about the Yankees' chances of making the playoffs. Yeah. But you can my, jump right in here. On uh, my wife, I could not handle the hot take. Uh, yeah, so I I heard you guys, uh, that, and I I had the same thought last night while I was writing. Like, that picture came out of the guy who was the body double, and I was like, I – there are many times in my life where I wish for infinite knowledge. Like, I wish I could just answer every question that I have. I want to know who that guy is. I want to know how he got the job of Otani body double. It's LA. They probably put something on, you know, Craigslist, or I'm sure there's some. <laughs> the Actors Guild is on strike right now, aren't they? Somebody's, you yeah. know, people have, people have uh, a lot of, a lot of spare time. Who is this guy? I want to know. And also, the other question that I had: whose decision was this? Like, I, I don't know what I would have done differently. Like, you have photo day; it's been scheduled. Otani can't make it for whatever reason. He's just, you know, not available. You can't add the team photo without Otani. This is probably your last chance to have a team photo with Shohei Otani. I don't know what the solution is, but they picked the most hilarious one. Uh, and and like they probably should have just done it before any media were allowed in the ballpark. But they didn't. There were media in the ballpark. 
but then they were shielded from like talking to this guy. So it was just enough intrigue. You know that like the one thing people in media hate and also simultaneously love is a secret. They're like, okay, that's something for me to solve. I have to figure out what's going on here. There's something weird happening. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. They created more intrigue than there had to be. But whoever's decision this was, thank you, priceless. It was the most hilarious possible option that they could have taken. And uh, and they took it, and it's funny. Hey, were you a big believer in keeping Otani or trading him? Because I, I was big on getting his ass out of Anaheim. Uh, so the way that I put it was that it was the logical decision to trade him. They they should have traded him. It was the smart thing to do. It would have sucked. You know, you never want to be the one who trades Shohei Otani, but that was the smart decision. I am just enough of a romantic at heart that when they were like, no, we're going all in, forks in the cannon, boys, like we are going to shoot the moon. This is very unlikely that it's going to work out for us, but dang it, we believe. And I mean, as a fan of a team, like if you're an Angels fan, you have to love it when ownership goes, you know, forget the odds, screw the odds. I care. I want to win. I'm going all in, even though it's probably not going to work. You love that as a fan. It's not logical. It's dumb, but cool. You know, they made the cool, dumb decision. So Angels fans probably loved it. Uh, but yeah, they, they should have traded him for sure. And then, of course, it didn't work out. So it's easy for people like me to go back and go, yeah, I said all along they should have traded him. All right, so then my next question would be, should Mike Trout go to Artie Moreno and say, I'm up, it's my turn. I'd like to try to be a winner. I've helped you guys for 10-plus years. I'll help you now with prospects. If people on Twitter are crushing me because they're like, oh, he's washed up, he's hurt all the time, he's not going to get a haul, I guarantee if you put Mike Trout out there, there will be a team that will bite. You're going to have to buy down some of the salary, but there will be a team that bites and gives you something back. Absolutely, and I think that would be – a smart move for Mike Trout. Um, but you never know with guys, you know, there's, there's some guys who want to be a single player team or single team player. They want to be the Cal Ripken or whatever. Um, I don't know why you'd marry yourself to the angels of all people for that whole entire career, because they seem to be fairly dysfunctional. Um, but you know, Hey, sometimes we all love dysfunctional people. So that, that might be what he wants. And if that's his uh, priority, great. I think, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Move on, go to a team that is uh, better designed to win, that has uh, more logical leadership at the top. And, and I'm not I'm not talking about Perry here. I'm, I am actually talking about Artie Moreno. He can be reliably counted on to not make the most logical decision. Um, yeah, I, I would ask for a trade if I were Mike, Mike Trout. And the Angels should do it. They, they are not going to win next year. They traded a bunch of prospects to bring in Lucas Chilito and Ronaldo Lopez. Who they hey, hey, that's you know, Max just, White Sox. Be nice. That's a package. Hey, too. no, I'm not ripping deal. on the players. I'm not ripping on the players at all. I'm ripping on the fact that they tr- they went all in, traded prospects, mortgaged some of the future for these guys, and then two weeks later were like, never mind. You guys can go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all about the salary cap, baby. All right, so Levi, you covered the sport nationally now. Um, you've gotten away from the Rangers, which at this point is good for you at the moment. What do you think is the most interesting storyline or story? Because you also read every or many of the, maybe every, um, athletic baseball articles so that you can compile them for the newsletter that you put together. So I'm not going to let you go, Otani, but you can go basically anywhere else, whether it's like some of the pretty shitty news we've gotten lately on guys like Arias and Wander Franco, some of the stars of the sport that are missing right now kind of give you the lane to go where you want to go, where you've found things both 
interesting and impactful in the sport? Uh, I think the Cincinnati Reds are the, the, the one story that has been the most interesting to me this year. You know, it wasn't long ago that their owner was saying, like, where else are you going to go? Fans were mad, sell the team. Like, it was bad times in Cincinnati very, very recently. And all of these young guys, and of course, headed up by the uh, inimitable Ellie De La Cruz, they've just been so much fun to watch. And if Hunter Green can come back and be, you know, pretty good, if Andrew Abbott can continue to be pretty good, and then they'll have to patch it together after that. I don't think they're a World Series contender, um, but man, they're a lot of fun. And they've got so many just rookies and second year guys that the enthusiasm is great. We got Joey Votto, who is one of my favorite players in the sport, just kind of almost a grandfatherly figure at 39 years old, like playing with these young kids. Love the Reds, want the Reds to win, go Reds. Uh, and then in the American League, I think kind of a similar vibe there of a team that's got a great young lineup with uh, the, the Baltimore Orioles. And also pitching is questionable. Um, I would love, to, I would love so much to see an Orioles Reds world series. Wouldn't that like, wouldn't that be great? No, no Dodgers, no Braves, no Astros. Give me, give me the Reds. Give me the Orioles. I would love to see that. Just, no what chance. is this? 1974? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was? Yes. I don't know. Do you no see chance. what's behind me? Do you see what's behind me on That's the wall? Give me some 1974. True. That'd be great. So who is it? So we know the Reds aren't winning. Who's winning the World Series? Oh, it's going to be the Braves. 100%. Is that boring? Did you you seem so bored about that. We're talking about the World yeah, Series bored. champions. Right. The Braves have been good for a long time now. And and good and kudos to them. And, you know, Braves fans are not going to like that I'm bored with it. But I'm kind of bored of, like, the Dodgers. I'm bored of the Braves. Bored of the Astros. I want to see somebody like the Reds or the Marlins or, you know, I'd give me the Blue Jays. I'd take the Blue Jays. Like, just somebody that we haven't seen in the World Series for a while. I think, like, I love that the Phillies went to the World Series last year. That was great. Um, I think probably is that I just, I'm easily bored and I don't want to see the same teams every year. Uh, I love parody, uh, P-A-R-I-T-Y. I love parody, P-A-R-O-D-Y also, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> by the yeah. way, have you, uh, Levi, have you heard of the 98 Brave song by Morgan Wallen? Uh, you could have put any words in the middle of that sentence, and I would say no. Have you heard by Morgan Wallen? And the answer would be no. Okay. All right. Because there's a song, Morgan Wallen, 98 Braves, that talks about the 98 Braves and how they were supposed to win because they were the best team, and it's a great song, but... Listen yeah. to it next time. Now, you're I've like, heard... oh, it's so boring because they were supposed to win the whole 90s and they won one. Right. I've heard Yankee and the Brave by Run the Jewels. I've never heard of them or that. So we could just trade song recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> That's Todd's song, Yankee and the Isn't Jewels. Is Morgan Wallen a big deal in Texas? <laughs> Morgan Wallen's a big deal uh, all yeah, over probably. the place. I know, I know. Uh, Levi, awesome to catch up with you, dude. Um, hope you recover from Todd's hot Yankee take. And we'll talk to you in a few weeks when the Yanks are in the playoffs. Absolutely. I'm ready to talk about Jason Dominguez, playoff player. Let's go. That, yep, I, that I will talk about. <laughs> we'll get to Dominguez in a little bit. Uh, Levi, thanks again, man. And also, you can follow Levi, um, like I mentioned before, at 32EFIS and sign up for free for that wind-up athletic newsletter who Ken Rosenthal's a big part of. Let's do our baseball or viral hit of the week. Listen up. Came down to it a week before the day that I told them I was going to start. 
and then uh, start on the road and then make one more start at home and call it quits and fly out the next day to Hawaii. And the last day I had to cancel all the plans was the day that the Reds called and signed me. So somebody was looking out for me. Um, but yeah, it was, this has been a roller coaster, but it's, it's been awesome. This is my guy right here. Michael Marriott got called up in 2014 with the Royals. I ended up turning around in 17, hitting a homer off of him. And this is the only reason I wanted to show this so I could say I hit a homer off of this guy. No, to say like, like these are thoughts that go through people's minds in the minor leagues. Is Michael Marriott going to win the Cy Young next year? No. And the game is talked about so much. We just talked about Stanton's 400. We talked about Ellie De La Cruz doing what he did to win the game. There is more Michael Marriott's in the minor leagues yep. than there are Ellie De La Cruz's and Giancarlo Stanton's. Like, and to see him being honest about the fact that like he was going to quit. It wasn't thinking about it. He had plans. He had a flight scheduled to quit. And he gets called up to the big leagues. It is such a it's to me, it's something that needs to be celebrated because it is happening all the time. And there's plenty of times guys don't get called up to the big leagues and they do quit and their careers are over. And he was really honest in this situation, and he is an absolute peach of a human being. Well said, brother. That's it, man. You said it right. <laughs> That's a remarkable story. And for that kid, man, good for him. I think he needs a text from Todd Father. He's a red. Well, we'll see him pretty soon. If that is true. Some people don't know about that, but it's a good teaser. We will see him pretty soon. We'll get to, you'll get to shake his hand in person. No, that's awesome, though. I love that. Um, and as you can see from some of the comments, because sometimes we'll rip it on Baseballer, but I did want to you know cover a cool story like this and really give credit to Kratz here. But Landon in the comments, how can you be not be romantic about baseball? You know, Love to see a great story, all of that. So um, really cool to point out some of those kind of uh, stories in baseball that pop up every year. Drew Maggi was an awesome interview earlier this year. Remember that? Yep. Yep. That was really cool when he got called up. All right, good stuff. Okay. We're going to hit slap hands with five minutes to go. So, oh, before that, real quick, baseballer, give him a follow, especially on IG. You'll be one of many hundreds of thousands. And also bsblr.com. Check out some merch on their end. Our friends over at Baseball are hooking us up with cool clips that go viral. So we talk about them. That's what we do. And now we're really versatile. We talk to the people, oh, not gosh. just in the YouTube chat. So, in is a this sec. is this caller is this caller going to be? Can't say first time all the time or first. This is literally the first first time, time long time. First you time can say long time. time. You can no, be first don't, time. Don't never say that. Time. Don't say that. Why not? No, say that. Don't say the what Scott said. Why? Because that's not that's not part of our show. That's part, of, <laughs> that's part of somebody else's show. No, no, but that, that's there's what they a lot of people. Yeah, they say that on every radio show now, I will say. Well, the like, only one I think of is, you yeah. know what? Well, yeah, you got the OGs that, that kind of started the hype. And, you know, I was actually you called an OG you yesterday on the show. I was called an OG if you were You don't wondering. want those people hitting us up because it'll be an all-out craziness. It'll be a battle. It. Yeah, I need well, that in my life. Well, we talk to real people in baseball. Let's slap hands. There you go. <laughs> 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 
All right, baby. So we are on AMP for the first time today, and we will be doing this regularly. So if you want to listen to the show live and you're on the go, you can do that in the AMP app. And we are going to bring in a caller coming up in a sec. Also, you can join the AMP community. It's free. You create your own show or listen um, wherever you are. Follow at Foul Territory. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are we, uh, we're we're going to bring in our first ever caller here for a question. We covered a lot today. I hope we get to dump it. <laughs> and also, when you come on, very simple rules. I want to know your name. Should we say where they're from? You we know. can create the rules. Yeah, you know where, where they're from? Yeah, why let's know where they're from. They got to remember to mute first before their name. Should we ask them something else? Like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> like, what's your favorite team? Okay, fine. Your Who's name? your favorite host? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass anyone. I don't want to embarrass everyone. <laughs> because for the betters out there, that life everybody always. Four friends calling every day, if you're changing into, their name. If you're into winning your locks and you, you want to hit on 11 of 13, then oh I'm your God. guy. I'm your guy right now. I pick, right. I pick Scott's locks, so don't worry about it. Thank you. Um, you did yesterday, <laughs> FT Heater. That was all you. All right, let's bring in our first ever guest on AMP. Say who you are, who's your favorite team, and make sure you unmute on there, please. What's going on, guys? Uh, my name's Aiden. Uh, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm from Jersey, but currently calling from the Bronx. So um, you guys gave Todd a little bit of uh, shit earlier for saying that the Yankees could still make a push. Now, he's not completely wrong. They're only seven and a half games out, and they face the Blue Jays twice in the next month and the Red Sox once in a four-game series. So it's not completely out of the realm of the possibility that they could leap the Red Sox and Toronto. So what do you guys think about that? Preach, preach, brother. Oh, preach, baby. Hold up, hold up. Wait, where did he say he was from? Jersey, Jersey, but he lives in the Bronx. Yeah, so let me see. This is currently Todd's cousin calling <laughs> in. He's <laughs> so, a huge uh, Yankee fan. They can make a run. Woo. Oh, man. So the Yankees are set. Wait, wait. Ready seven for this? and a half out. Wait, wait, wait. Guess who else is seven and a half games out? Padres. I'm in a group with a bunch of fans, you know, mostly cousins and some friends growing up. And they go, I, I got, it's the Mets, by the way. And they go, <laughs> Mets are going to make a run, they're, too. They're still going with me. Yesterday, they were like, would be hilarious if Mets made the playoffs. And they're like, percentage chance because they always ask me like as if you know i know what i'm talking about and i go is there a number below zero hey the padres are only six and a half out let's throw them in there too true red sock red sock where are the nats five? at where are the nats at the nats are far <laughs> behind oh uh, no now they're 10 back because of that recent losing oh, yeah. streak so pirates are only eight out let's put them in there hey they're listen 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 aiden you're not wrong brother keep riding that train crazier things have happened have they I, I, don't try to, I don't know what it would be, but there's got to be something. What's I don't know if Aiden's crazier. still. I don't know if Aiden's still on or not, but man, just start cheering for the Giants. Aiden, I'm, I'm tipping my cap to you, brother. Oh, Aiden's still That's on there. He's a well, yeah, you, you know, on. you got to be Mets and Jets and Yankees and Giants. You can't do both. You can't be that way. No, that's not true. Uh, Dude, you're not from up there. You can't I'm born in New York, son of a bitch. I know what I want. You won't even step foot in Jersey without smog all over the hey, place. Hey, let the caller talk, man. Aiden was trying to refute why he's a Met Yankees and Jets fan. 
that that's how I was brought up. My dad and my uncle were Yankees fans, and then my my uncle just randomly decided he wanted to be a Jets fan, and the rest is history. And I've kind of been suffering with that choice for a long time until this year. Well, the Yankees the Yankees season is history, bud. Sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> Thanks, Aiden. Thanks, Thank Aiden. You. We appreciate Thanks, Aiden. Good call. And congratulations on being our first congratulations caller. Congratulations. I'm sorry your Thank you. Thank you. Todd. Thank you, baby. AJ will never forget his first. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what are the chances a guy from Jersey in the Bronx is like, I'm a Yankee fan. They're still alive. Go Todd. (laughs) That's actually way more positive, Todd Father, than most Yanks fans right now are pissed, you know, because they're used to winning. Ain't nobody talking from Florida, but that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just for everyone to see one more time, um, you can you can join Amp and and we'll do this at the end of shows to get some uh, some feedback from the crowd. Join Amp, follow Amp Foul Territory. Super simple, and you can listen to us wherever you are, and you can join us if you're lucky. All right, Kratats, what do you got, Mister Green? As a as a Blue Jay coming up. Like you'd go over to big league camp and you get an actual fitted St. Patty's Day hat instead of the bootleg one year that I went up to big league camp and they gave they gave us these I can't even find it I'll I'll wear it another day I'll wear it another day the the bootleg Velcro ones in the back and you'll see which which team wore those but you go over to big league camp I wasn't invited but you go over and you get these fitted hats. You can only really wear them one day a year, so I can't save all my St. Patty's Day hats for St. Patty's, Patty's Day. Day. <laughs> well, you can. I mean, knowing you know, knowing that we'll be here for for years and years, you could just save one for each year for St. Patty's Day. I, I got to say, there. I did not expect Blue Jays when you turned the cap around. Did you? No, I got others. I thought it was like his high school because it doesn't have like the logo on the front, like the MLB yeah, logo or anything. True. true. Yeah, it was an Eastern together. Mennonite. Um, we can hit the music and let everyone know that, uh, if you want to listen to Tom Glavin on legends territory, who actually talked about the hall of fame voting and and the, the steroid dudes, um, with AJ and me, it was cool. Good conversation. Talked about Acuna that's premiering also on YouTube tonight at six o'clock Eastern time. We've got Brock star back in the mix with us. Brock Holt, uh, Todd father's back on Friday. We'll be up Borgata the next two weeks on Fridays. If you want to see us. Russ Dorsey back on Thursday. We got uh, the Locked on Angels pod host, John Frisch, joining us on Thursday, as in tomorrow. Are we, are we sure, that's a, good, are we sure that's a good idea? Oh, yeah. We'll check if he still has a pulse. And Lance Lynn, Dodgers superstar, except for his last start, joining us also on Thursday. FT Live. Always fun. See you then. Rockies went 21-1 and in 2007. <laughs> <laughs>